your husband had an affair after you had the car accident? Right. That bastard. I'm sorry. That had to be said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a deal breaker. I realized I had to be honest with myself that I did not want to be married. And I called the woman and I thanked her. Hi, I'm Tanya. Welcome back to another episode of Denda Batanda. Today is the second part of my interview with Vima Lamura, Kundalini teacher, author, and meditation teacher. If you haven't caught the first episode, please go check it out. It's available wherever you get your podcast, also on YouTube. And while you're on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell. That really helps the show. On this particular episode, Vima will lead us on two guided meditation. That starts around about the seventh minute. So if you want to skip ahead or do this as part of your daily practice, you can go ahead and skip to that part. She also candidly shares with us the experience of dealing with an affair in her marriage and how that liberated her. So without further delay, I present to you Vima Lamura. I realized after the third day, I really didn't want to be married. And I didn't want to be married with him. And I realized karma's over with this fellow. It's done. But I had to have, I had to go through that process. I had to go through those feelings. I filed for divorce. And of course, the divorce took longer than, than our marriage. But it was, he wanted, you know, it's strung out, et cetera, et cetera. But there was no frustration. It was like, well, you know, um, well, this is what he's going to do now. So I will just carry on doing this and fulfilling my life. But I, we talked about busting ourselves and our agendas. That's what I did. I realized I had to be honest with myself that I did not want to be married. And I called the woman and I thanked her. I said, don't feel guilty or strange or anything. I just thank you because this has given me immense clarity. And I told him that I want to live in ashrams and monasteries. This is the life that really appeals to me after the fact. A little hard for him to accept that. But bottom line, I had to be so honest with myself. And when that happened, the struggle ended. Mm-hmm. So, and you were just explaining that also um, during that accident, you were still at that time married, and your then husband had an affair. But it also gave you the opportunity another death, the death in the marriage, mm-hmm. and that liberated you. Oh. And how quickly, how quickly you forgave and then how quickly that helped you move on. A lot of people who are listening to this show cannot forgive and cannot move on because that pain body is so strong and that anger is so strong. And yep. um, I, I think I salute you in for having clarity after three days. Of, um, and that's before the accident? After. Your husband had an affair after you had the car accident? Right. That bastard. I'm sorry. That had to be said. <laughs> Well, it's a deal breaker. And, you know, we have our ideas about marriage and you give us so much to be there. And um, I think the most important thing for me was I already had that sense of I am spirit and light with a body. And I had to be true to myself in terms of what I really wanted in life. Mm. I had to be really true to myself. I didn't want, and honestly, I didn't want the uh, the baggage that, that was presented in the marriage, but I had to use it in some way because I knew that there was something in me that had to real 
realize that this kind of abuse, this kind of um, this kind of behavior, just didn't feel good, and I had to stand up and say enough. I couldn't continue with perpetuating it, and that's something you know. In in all of this frequency energy, perceiving everything as frequency energy, etc., is that when I was working on working on the brain, these studies came up later, but it was it was like I discovered, oh my gosh, if I stayed in that anger mode, there is something here that's teaching me something about who I'm really angry with. What am I truly angry about? He was just another face in the scenario of what I really needed to heal as there were there there was another fiance the same same thing. What did I really need to heal and learn from this? And ah bottom line was I really had to look at my energy in the moment. I had to really see where my energy was going. And when we're talking about now we're talking about a sense of energy and perception expansion and control Fractions. When we get angry, what happens is our energy, anger, frustration goes down to like 0.5 hertz. I started seeing when I would get angry or frustrated, and not just with this instance, but a few more times in my life, that I would get sick, brought my energy down to where I would it was compromising my immune system. And I realized that I have to do something to counterbalance that. What is it? Ha! I could sing, I could use sound, I could use chant. If we look at or give to other people in some capacity, generosity, just the act of giving increases our frequency to 95 hertz. Creativity, 270 hertz. Meditation, 370 hertz. Gratitude is at what hertz? 150, which is good. So gratitude is lower than creativity in Mm -hmm. terms of the hertz. Yeah. How can you teach this to somebody else who don't understand um, how to use sound as a gateway to enter or to reclaim light? Well, let's talk about creativity and then we're going to go into that. Creativity does not necessarily mean that you have to be a musician, writer, painter, sculptor. Just because somebody does something creative, you can be a creative banker. You can be a creative mother, designing your home, you know, re- rearranging your home, rearranging your closet. It's when you tap into that higher aspect of yourself where information is coming through, even in cooking. Even though as, as a mother, I understand cooking day after day after day, but sometimes you get inspired by something and you're inspired you you create it, you you give, and there's some kind of satisfaction. There's a reciprocal energy that happens when you give that comes from an aspect of yourself. When we talk about going into a sound, um, we use, um, I can show you a technique that works really, really well, but the most important thing is, is to become aware. When we slip into the frustration, when we slip into that mindset of, of that heaviness and that density and, I, and that anger, take your fingers and simply do this, okay? You take and you push really hard on those fingertips and you take four counts of a breath in. Inhale. Hold. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four, hold. Inhale. Exhale, two, three, four, hold, two, 
exhale to And you do this for two minutes. Then when you're finished, you take a deep breath, continuing to push the fingers together really, really hard. Inhale. And with every fiber of your being, and you do that three times. Now, one more time. Again, two minutes of this. Inhale. Hold two, three, four. Exhale two, three, four. Hold two, three, four. And then inhale. SH sound release. Bring the hands back and Anjali, the Guru uh, Pranam position, the hands push the hands together. Take a deep breath. Push the tongue on the roof of your mouth really strong and just hum. When I do yoga, when I do exercise, I always feel great. And I always, every time I, the end of every yoga session, I always say to myself, why don't I do that more often? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like it's a no brainer thing, but it, um, it takes somebody like you to remind us to do the simple things and to do it correctly. Also, when we, when we look at yoga or pranayama or, um, even to me, meditation is the ultimate because through meditation, I'm able to take this body and access that part, that light of myself again, to be able to have that experiential realization, so to speak, experiential thing. Mm. So meditation is important um, and very, very fundamental in doing sound healing. So just a very simple hum with the tongue pushed up on the roof of the mouth connects um, vibration in the bra- in the brain, um, the third eye, and also you can feel it in the heart, especially when you are in this particular mudra and pushing really hard. So let's try it again, yeah? So you take okay. a deep breath and um, push the tongue up. Let's do it one more time. And again, one more time. So you can actually feel the connection between your heart and, and your head. It brings the energy. So when we get angry, all that is is energy. So mm-hmm. this, this takes it and sort of unleashes it a little bit transforms the wave patterns into calm and peace. Yeah, and we talked about before, healing is the transformation of wave patterns. Fima, I want to wrap up by summarizing again. Somebody out there might be saying, all right, Fima, 
that's all nice and good. I'm glad that it worked out for you. But really, I've been meditating and I have not seen the light for myself. But again, to sum up that we are energy, mm-hmm. we are you know, vibration. And the third one was? Energy, vibration, frequency. And frequency. Yes. And we talk about how it's measured. Frequency is measured in the brain. And mm. very practical. When we talk about meditation, all meditation is a re-entrainment of using your energy differently. It's like a cosmic physics and it's very, very practical. And I would even, I would suggest everybody give it a shot, like at least five minutes a day to sit and observe the thoughts because we have to understand that again, the principle of expansion and contraction, what does depression do? It contracts. What does frustration do? It contracts. You're not able to experience the fullness of your breath and your being if you are contracted. If you're generous, it's expansive. Gratitude is expansive. Meditation is expansive. Yoga is expansive, you know. And how it works with sound, you know, we have the primordial sound of Om. Traditionally, we talk about that. But just try humming. Just try simple humming. And I don't, I don't, um, even though my lifestyle is a little different than most people, the thing is, is that I deal with practical things as well different frustrations or whatever it may be. But the more you do it, the more of that difficulty, the frust- the energy of the frustration, the imprint of these traumas chip away, chip away, chip away, start going away. We understand even looking at the languaging, the languaging you use and the energy behind the language, how you use your language, mm. how you mm. think is vital. That's the value. That's the value of meditation is really seeing how you think in the mind that's crazy. Right. And I think I, I want to remind anyone who's listening, in, in particular, in Vima's case in particular, she came to a near-death experience. And in fact, she was, again, what blows my mind is that you were actually proclaimed dead, came back. And then she saw that and had that opportunity. But what she's trying to teach us here is you don't have to have experienced a near-death experience to learn the techniques to be able to get to a better place of yourself. Your marriage don't have to have gone through a near-death experience before you can have a consciousness within that relationship between you and your partner. The practice is to be able to train our body, train our mind, train our energy, our um, our our breath, our frequency, so that we don't get easily get triggered. So those contractions become less and less. I listen to Vima, and I know I, I practice this as well, uh, meditation. But I get angry. <laughs> I get triggered. I get triggered. But nowadays, I'm a lot more conscious in terms of like when I get triggered, why I get triggered, and I have to say that I can bounce back from being upset much faster. And so hopefully something that Vima is teaching. And if anyone who's listening and would like to learn more from Vima, well, guess what? You're in luck because Vima has a course and you can access that course on through her website, um, Sound uh, Mandela P. 
Peace. What was that again? Uh, the website that you have? Sound Mandala Peace Garden. I forgot the garden. Soundmandalapeacegarden.org. Yes, that are, I know there was four words in there. Yeah, <laughs> I've been everybody. I've been meditating. You know, it's, it's hard work around here. <laughs> but um, maybe maybe the meditation uh, will help me with my memory um, a little bit quicker. Um, so yes, even though she is in Hawaii, we have access to her. So this is the most wonderful thing. We get to be connected with Bima and her teachings and we can learn from her some more. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tanya. It's a blessing to be here and a blessing to share with everybody. And if anybody does have questions, just feel free to contact me. Not a problem. Perfect. That's beautiful. All right. Thank you, everyone, again for tuning in to Denda Batanda. Take care. Mahalo. Mahalo. Hey, thanks for listening. Really appreciate your support. Be sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure it's glowing. Use your biggest words. In the meantime, stay safe and send me a message on what you'd like to hear next. Goodbye for now.